Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And we just watched season four, episode eight, entitled Too Far Gone. What did you think about this episode, Aaron? I, the, uh, man, so I, th- <laughs> it was awesome. Okay, good. Uh, That's a good start. They, I can, I, I totally see what they were saving up the budget for. Um, that was, that was, I thought just really, um, I, I don't, I don't know if it's excellent television, but it sure to hell was entertaining television. Um, yeah, I, it was, it was entertaining. And I also thought, uh, it was, it was surprisingly good for walking dead. It was on, it was almost on the level of the Herschel episode. We got like three episodes back. Yeah, and I I think this is Andrew Lincoln's maybe strongest performance. It was really good. Yeah, um, I think I think that the things that worked would have worked without the last two weeks episodes, and the things in the episode that didn't work for me are directly laid at the feet of last two weeks episodes. So, like I said on Facebook, I made a conscious decision sometime Friday or Saturday because I was thinking about it and like you know how awesome the episode is probably going to be. And I'm like, self, you gotta put the last two weeks behind you. You gotta accept the fact that the governor's the leader of this group, that they're not suspicious of him, that there's not some hidden gotcha here, that all that illogical stuff, just put it to bed and accept it as if, you know, again, it just makes me wonder if, if, if we didn't have the last two episodes, if you just started with this episode, how much how 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 much lost how much more lost would you be so uh, what do you mean so if you hadn't seen the last two episodes like maybe you took season I, 3 i'm just saying that i think there's a strong fan edit possibility where you cut this as if the governor um you know had just gone away and didn't come back for round 2 much like and i can finally say mm-hmm. these things because we're past it much like ha- happened in the comics you know, okay. um, and it would work just as well. In fact, I don't think anything in this, except for maybe parts of Rick's speech, really hung on us seeing the governor turn a corner of some sort, which I don't think he really did. Uh, no, he certainly didn't. And I mean, that's brought out in in very stark contrast to Rick here um, with the idea that you can change um there's like you said a lot is tied up in that speech a lot is tied up in megan i think um she, her yeah, death really yeah. made this episode work better at the end for me right um because you know this is the second time now that the governor's methods of survival have caused him to lose his family well but it didn't i mean i i, I it's hard to lay his invasion of the prison his his adopted daughter's death at the uh, at the feet of that particular plot line in fact i thought that no, was I one disagree of the, there but okay i thought that was one of the more cringeworthy aspects of the episode um her uh lily just showing up in the middle of the goddamn battle with daughter in hand you know and and the governor putting the bullet i mean I, so so i just think that how much more effective would that speech of rick's been if the governor had not literally lost his mind in the last episode and killed all those people if he'd have been a relatively good man you know um 
I, I don't know how they get rid of Martin, Martinez. Um, but there again, I don't know that it's necessary to have done that charade. If, uh, I, I don't know if, if, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, again, I'm, I'm not going to go there again. I'm not going to go there. I'm just yeah, saying I don't, that I, I want to talk mostly about this episode, but of course, okay. you know, it has to tie back into what we've seen because there's right. a lot of themes running through this one. Um, so let's talk about as, the as far as can we, can we talk about Lily? Let's let's talk about some of the things we didn't like. I thought the stuff with Lily and her daughter, like how much worse of a mother can you be than Lori Grimes? Oh wait, you can let your daughter play a football field away from you uh, in the mud while with you can see walkers. Yeah, and when she cries out for help from you, you just ignore her. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, and, and do the whole just a second because there's a zombie that's 75 yards away. Man, I think I posted on Facebook, like, what is it with apocalyptic mothers? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and, and the other thing is, it, it's with Megan, um, I, it's not normal little kid behavior after experiencing a trauma like an undead zombie trying to eat you. The next episode, a couple days or whatever. I, I, did we get a time? How much time it jumped? I don't think so, but I assumed a couple days. There most. was murmuring because our Facebook thread was fucking insane. I don't okay. know that I've ever seen that much volume in such a short period of time. Um, but there was seems like there was a side topic about maybe someone said that there was a two month jump. Oh, are you kidding me? I, that can't be because it doesn't it doesn't jive with the. Uh, uh, the prison flu line. Anyway, I, I don't want to get bogged down. That's that's full cast material to dig into that. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, <laughs> uh, you were talking about the parenting skills. Oh, uh, just yeah. It's 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 ridiculous, man. Yeah, of course. Um, and then the fact that she would drive all the way to the prison and drive right up to it where the guns are going off and the governor would i mean i just that stuff was horseshit that was silly but i think the effect that it had in the end uh presenting the governor with his daughter his his newly dead uh adopted daughter there uh, had a great effect on the outcome of that storyline i I mean what effect did it have i don't understand uh it it really just enraged him right i mean certainly yeah yeah I, he went. He went full hog at that point. So he wouldn't have choked Rick half to death if he wasn't presented with the body of Megan. Well, really? he did. No, he did something very similar to what he did the first time around when Michonne killed his his daughter, uh, Penny. Is he just went up to the prison and started firing off his gun like a lunatic, like he didn't care about his life? And I think he did oh. the same thing here until Rick barreled into him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, again, I don't see how it would have ended differently if that had not had happened. Um, but but it was uh, fitting. It's fitting for that character that his him being out there caused his daughter to die again. Okay, if you go with that, I just I just don't see the connection. Well, I I assume that if everyone was back at the camp, Megan would not have died. But I think the governor is right on. You can't live in the middle of the fucking woods and not eventually die from a horde of walkers or from a group like the governor. So, yes, I guess that directly contributed to her death at that moment. But I also think the governor is ultimately right about you have to find a place that you can defend and fortify. You can't just go camping. Yeah, no, I think he's right about that. Just the way he did it. You know, he didn't send, like, 
a scout to go talk or go himself to go talk to Rick or somebody. Uh, he went full force. He took everything he had and he left his daughter and his his wife or girlfriend behind. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's, a, so he's a much he's a much better politician than he is a military leader, right? I mean, sure. I actually was very impressed with the speech he gave to the campers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was an effective way to whip a, uh, you know, to, to do to both rah rah and the play on, you know, to, to really demonize Rick's group to where what could have Rick, Rick's group had said, um, you know, what could Rick have said to change their minds at that moment, you know, colored with what the oh. governor had already told them. Yeah, and I love the way that they walk that line. Like when the governor is talking, he's he's mentioning things that have happened, Woodbury and Andrea, but he's not giving any context there to the people around him where he's he's still speaking to Rick and they're both talking about things they understand, but they the people have a different understanding of it. Yeah, it means one thing to Rick, it means something else to the campers. Exactly. And and honestly, I'm most excited about where this takes Rick's character's thread because he you know, he came full circle to Herschel's way of thinking, you know, to the kinder, gentler, you know, uh, we got to survive. We got to get along no matter what the cost, no matter what the cost is to our pride. And even got the, like I said on Facebook, the Obi-Wan nod from Herschel. <laughs> that was but really n- nice. I like that. But but now with Judith um, dead and the the prison sacked and getting the ever living shit beat out of him after seeing his spiritual advisor get get decapitated there's a lot of really interesting story plot, plot lines that they can go from here that I hope don't involve insane rick sure yeah that would be unfortunate for him to take another turn back towards crazy rick right it feels like that this you know that that this particular set of circumstances is molding Rick like so much Play-Doh into the ideal, at least as far as Robert Kirkman goes, the ideal post-apocalyptic leader. Like he's he's being tempered by circumstances. You can't be too firm and unyielding. You can't be too merciful. You can't be too trusting. But you can't not trust everyone. And they're showing the perils of. You know, every every negotiation he's had with the likes of uh, uh, G, uh, Guillermo, and uh, uh, was it Ramirez that was running the prison last season? I want to say that's his name. I'm not really sure. Um, it has all gotten him to where he was at that point where he would do anything, where anything is defined as taking the, the governor in as, you know, joint rulers of the prison to you know maintain the peace because like rick had an accurate he he saw like okay the governor's not going to back down i know i'm not going to back down so either we live together find some way or we destroy the prison for everyone and the governor could not see that yeah i i feel like he did he did see it though at the end like right before he killed herschel there was a moment where he made the conscious decision to just start this war up, right? Because he is not a good man. He is a, a very bad person at heart. Well, and I think that he thought that when he heard Rick's genuine, you know, speechifying, uh, that he was overlaying him. Like, well, if I if this was me, I would say anything to get my neck out of this noose with this tank and all these soldiers with with guns. And the very first opportunity, I would slit his his throat and betray everyone. 
And, you know, it's like, oh, yo, sure, yeah, we got your, your people from Woodbury on the on the leadership council, which I don't know if that is necessarily true. I mean, Sasha... Yeah, she's arguably from Woodbury, right? Uh, I mean, she was an outsider even in her Woodbury days. But, you know, whatever. Um, you know, I, I don't know. that, but But Rick's performance, or I'm sorry, Andrew Lincoln's performance as Rick was very strong, and I'm really mm-hmm. excited for the way... His character's set. I'm really excited for where Carl's character is set to go. I think um, Michonne, Glenn, and really everyone all around um, is going to change dramatically. There's so many storytelling possibilities to go from here. Um, so this is the mid-season premiere we wanted. Uh, the right? mid-season finale. Yeah, absolutely. Or mid-season, mid-season finale. Yeah, I mean, aside from a giant horde of walkers rolling up and pushing them out of the prison, this is everything I wanted it to be, right? Which, which, I mean, we didn't get the giant, full CGI giant horde, but we did get, I mean, that was made clear that the walkers own this prison now. Yeah, they were roaming in. And, I mean, you have to give Daryl credit as just being a super badass. I mean, not only does he kill that walker who's sneaking up behind him and attacks him uh, with rebar or something, I mean, he... he Jam yeah. something in his head. He uses it as a human shield uh, when he's walking up to those guys to kill him. And then he tosses a grenade to take out the tank. That was just incredible. Daryl Dixon single-handedly destroyed a tank. Yeah. I mean, that- like I said in Facebook, he, he he's officially achieved Legolas uh, <laughs> standards now. Like, he's almost it's, – it's, it's metaphysical, his level of badass. And, and, and in fact, when he stuck that rebar and started blocking body shots, I actually felt my brain like, do you want me to engage in here right about now, or do you want me yeah. to go into, like, Expendables mode? And my, my, my guts and my balls said, fuck yeah, Expendables mode. My brain's like, all right, checking out. And all right, good. So it's like, because you can't. You can't apply ballistic science to that scene. No, for one, he's standing behind a filing cabinet, which is not going to protect you. Uh, uh, well, I, I, you know what else will protect you from assault <laughs> rifle rounds? The human body. Sure, sure. But it was just so badass you don't care, right, at <laughs> no, that point? No, and I'm pretty sure a hand grenade, a fragmentation grenade, cannot disable the main turret of a tank. But it was cool as hell, so I'm giving it a pass. All right, awesome, because I did too. Uh, what do you think about Lizzie now? I mean, Lizzie got a kind of a redeeming moment there, right? When she protected, uh, the other kids there. I don't know if it's, you know, one of those things. I don't, I don't know if it's worth all the bullshit we went through to get there, but I honestly, cause I was thinking Daryl's going to save. I was thinking Tyrese going to save. I did not call the kids. I'd even forgotten that they had decided to arm themselves. The fact that, you know, she was able to dead-eyed kill both of those people. That was a pretty cool end to her arc. And from the dissected rat and the fed, you know, feeding of rats and some of the other stuff we've seen, I don't think that that, that arc is, is, is closed by any, any means. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Uh, what else? So everybody is kind of split up again, right? Similar to how we were after season two. Where did Michonne go? I mean, I mean, cause she was with Rick at the end and then she did her lone wolf, um, strategy kind of take over or I really that, don't know. That woman is a survivor. Um, I, she's just, it's just so badass, man. Like she's tied up. She trips that dude, stomps his throat freeze herself 
gets her sword back, regulates. It's, uh, you know, I, I even said that I didn't for a minute think that those flimsy ropes would have, would have, uh, held her in that yeah. little RV interrogation room. Um, but I no, hope she, she ran off with Daryl. That's what I hope. Hmm. But Daryl's with, with badass team. Yeah. Daryl's with Beth. Yeah. So, and also, what did happen? So, is it is Lizzie is it Lizzie's fault that Judith got killed? Basically, because the kid's job it seemed to be was to take Judith and get on the fucking bus, and Lizzie did the whole rah rah. Well, we got to arm up and help, which great. But the last time I saw Judith, she's being you know ferried around by a bunch of elementary school kids, and then. Next thing you know, her car carrier is blood soaked on the ground. Yeah, um, where did the kids end up? I don't. I got I don't really know. mixed up in all this action I, at the end. Man, I'm but the last. I don't know that there's been a denser ten minutes in television history. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't like, know about that claim, but all right. I, well, I mean, I'm I'm starting to think. I'm like, yeah, you know, there's some epic moments in Breaking Bad, but always centered on like three characters tops. Mm-hmm. There was never the fate of a dozen characters kind of, you know, in the balance. And I'm thinking even Game of Thrones, like some of the, the you know, Battle of the Blackwater scenes, it was really the central focus of three, four, five characters. Um, I, I, this just seemed like you had to keep track of Michonne and Daryl and, uh, you know, Beth and Glenn and Maggie, and they're all splitting up and getting back together. It's going to take me yeah. a while. And then Carl watch. was totally out of the mix for a while. Uh, yeah, it was it was very confusing. Um, I, I feel like there are about seven or eight groups right now, mm-hmm. uh, and and some of those groups consist of a single person, right? Like Michonne, like Pro- um, probably. What happened to Maggie? Where'd Maggie go? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> she <laughs> went off to I don't find. She went off to find Beth. Beth found Daryl. Daryl and Beth ran off together. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I think she's kind of at large. Maybe she made it back to the bus. I don't, you know, it's, it would be kind of an interesting concept for the whole next season to be basically the stories of these small groups. Wouldn't yeah. I be? wonder how well they could pull that off. I, I don't know what a season of like four or five disparate storylines looks like. That would then never seen up. It. That would all build up to them getting back together. Yeah. It's like crash or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, but you could see like a two-episode arc with Rick and Carl. You could see a two-episode arc with, well, maybe not two episodes, with uh, Daryl and Beth, because I just don't think there's that much there. <laughs> it's all her in her journal. You know, <laughs> uh, an episode with uh, Michonne, an episode, you know, episode or two of the bus people, and then, you know, a three-episode arc to kind of tie things up at the end. That would be kind the, of interesting. Actually, just announced today... The Bus People is the name of the spinoff series. So, is it? No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, they pull up and and Carol, uh, they pull up on a hitchhiker and Carol's got her thumb out <laughs> in an orange backpack and they drive right by her. <laughs> um, so that touches on to me what gets me most worked up about the last two weeks is that we got robbed straight up robbed of any kind of emotional reaction from daryl and tyrese 
And I don't yeah. know what Norman Reedus should have done with that, but basically we got 30 seconds of him almost punching Rick. Yeah, yes. Okay, that's exactly what I was thinking. Every time he walked up to Rick, he, like, did a little stutter step like he was going to swing at him. Yeah, like, are you going to flinch? But I, I think, and honestly, I think they could have saved that a lot better if Daryl had punched him. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, they already had Tyrese do it. Why not? Yeah, and then that's what I kind of joke on Facebook, and then go to Tyrese and have Tyrese punch Rick. Everybody gets a punch in on Rick, and you know, but I, I feel like that was the biggest, one of the biggest losses of spending this time, you know. And and clearly, they thought narratively that they needed to put this the governor as a direct opposite of Rick for this. You can come back plot line to have full come full circle and have closure, right? Yeah, and I think that worked pretty well. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of n- a nice callbacks, like you know Maggie focusing up uh, Beth with the "Everybody's got a job, this is yours" routine. Oh, um, something that we saw in the the epic Herschel episode in in, in the episode five. Um, so there's a lot of smart callbacks, and I think they were trying to do that with the governor plot. It just didn't work on so many on, on a lot of different levels for me. So. Okay, well, um, how did you feel about the governor's actual death? Was that payoff enough for you? Is that how you wanted to see it go down? Honestly, I hear, I thought when Lily was coming up to him with that dead eye looking in her eye that what she was going to do was shoot herself in the head mm-hmm. right in front of him. That would have been a fitting in for the governor because now he's going to die with the full knowledge that he's going to come back as a zombie, which has got to be an affront to anybody. And that would also be a fuck you from Lily to him. An ultimate, like, you know, not only did you not protect my daughter, but now this is happening. Um, yeah, that would have been really cool. Okay, good. You're no, 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 I, I yeah. did. <laughs> De- awesome. Definitely awesome. But no, I would have, I, I, to me, a bullet in the head, uh, and, and I thought that's what Michonne came to the conclusion too. Like a clean death for him, he doesn't deserve it. He deserves a sword in the guts and to die out and become a, the the thing that he loathed and feared so much. I mean, I think that's a lot of this uh, zombie head and tanks that's, uh, and and down in the bottom of the lakes that you know he's got this need to not just kill and survive these things, but to punish them. And now he is going to yeah. be one of them. Yeah, punish and master them as well. And I, I think you're right. Like, the, the idea that, you know, he's going to become one of those things, that's exactly what Michonne was thinking when she stabbed him through the guts and then left him there to die. Uh, she, you know, towered above him there and said, hey, I just killed you just like I said I was going to do, and now I'm going to leave you here. Yep. No, I thought that was awesome. And Deny is a powerhouse. Like, she's a really, really intense, great performer. Um, I was legitimately terrified for Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know what happened to him at the end. I mean, he jumped behind those plants and then uh, Is, Lizzie uh, the, saved him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but as things were going, I'm like, well, surely Daryl's going to save him now, or Rick. But as it went on and on, and like you know, I'm like, there's there's no way he can stand against all these guys. He's going to die here, and I was legitimately scared i mean that's the power of the walking dead when it's clicking on all cylinders as you truly feel like outside of maybe rick and carl that anyone and and to a lesser extent daryl but anyone could die at any time and i actually was fairly frightened for daryl i was too when that walker walked up behind him uh Dude, the i was way they really cut worried that the way they cut that was masterful 
Yeah, it, it was really good. Uh, the, the other thing about Tyrese is I really felt like he could die in that moment, and I thought, man, his character is not ready to go. Like, we don't know enough about him. He hasn't had enough of a story to be killed off yet. And, and this <laughs> felt like a repeat of T-Dog, and I was just like, they're not going to do this again, are they? Well, I think that's – I wonder if Scott Gimple is aware enough to use that. Like the he fact that the fact that we are really good at killing off uh, black men right before their characters really come into their own, come into fruition. I'm going to fuck with people, and it's going to be epic. I wonder um, if if some of that came into his head. And same thing. I did, I, and I was kind of scared for um, Bob, Bob Angelo, except for then I remembered. Well, he's the only medic. He pretty much has to survive. His character shields outside of Rick and Carl have to be strongest at this moment. So when he got shot and then it, the bullet went clean through, I'm like, okay, well there, there's his scare. He's going to, he's going to make it from here out. Really was terrified Beth was going to die. Mm-hmm. I wasn't um, that worried because I don't really care. But oh, really? I mean, so it's like, yeah, it's she's probably the one that I have the least amount of affection for. But still, um, I was thinking more from that point what it would do to Maggie to lose all of her family. Yeah. Except for Glenn, um, when when she just felt like she got her whole family back, I'm just like, man, that. How do you come back from that? So I guess I was w- more like worry by proxy. Okay, sure. Um, so yeah, uh, the other thing, the, I guess maybe the final thing I want to talk about is uh, going back to Rick's performance for a second. He is not afraid to get really ugly on screen, man. There at the end, when he had like his mouth all busted up, and he like couldn't stand up and him and carl were just agonizing over judas uh potential death that was that was crazy he looked terrible there i mean he starts off with the guido mullet and then (laughs) by the time he busts up his lip and yeah i mean and he's slobbering and crying i mean he does i don't don't call it a brave performance um but yeah he's not afraid to get dirty and like we found out at the walker stalker con he's not afraid to you know, get raw. And I, you know, uh, clearly these performances take something out of him. He mentions that he has trouble talking for days after an episode like this, mm-hmm. uh, shooting it. And you can see why. I mean, um, it's funny because someone on Facebook said that the angrier and shoutier Rick gets, the more he sounds like my impersonation of him. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> um, but I got some, a couple of other Rick nuances I'm going to, I'm going to try out the next time we do a skit. Um, All right, which might be this week, actually. It will probably be this week. Mm-hmm. I've got several different angles I could take on it. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is, I, I don't know. Um, uh, you, I, man, it's hard to put stuff over pilot and things like clear um, because this had problems and, and the pilot maybe had problems, but we weren't sure where those what those problems were. Um, but this was a really good, this is the finale we should have got last year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if they could have played it the exact same way. Um, given the kind of repeat that he had with that family, uh, that needed to take place, I feel to make it even more powerful, but yeah, I, I think, I mean, this is certainly the showdown that we wanted to see last year and the resolution for the governor's storyline. So your position is the last two weeks were absolutely necessary for this episode to have the impact that it did. Uh, I don't like the way that they did it. I think, like we had talked about in uh, the last podcast, if we had seen kind of 
cold opens of the governor each week as okay. he was going through that, then maybe that would have been better. Um, but I, I think that basic storyline of like of of him pretending that what he wants to do is save his family when I don't think that's the case after this week's episode. Mm. Okay. Well, I'll have to prepare my rebuttal for that uh, on the okay. full cast on Tuesday. Um, cause yeah, I'm all, I mean, we discussed that in the feedback section, uh, last week. Um, I don't know how many of the listeners actually listened to the feedback section, but one of the listeners had a really good idea of what if they had portrayed, spooled the governor's story in a compressed form over the entire season's worth of cold open. So the storylines are slowly converging. We both thought that was a dynamite idea. Yeah. If they'd have done it that way, then maybe, but my position is... Uh, not much redeemable in the last two weeks and the things I didn't like about the finale were directly tied to them. So, but, um, I can imagine that a true blue walking dead fan, um, you know, that they're just a unapologetic fan of the show. They have to be on cloud nine right now. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't see how you wouldn't be after an episode like that. Right. So, um, what else we got to talk about? I feel That's like it, there's man. at least a half dozen other plot lines we have not discussed. Yeah, no, I'm sure there are, but we'll save all those for the, the episode on Tuesday. Feeling like it's going to be a fat cast on Tuesday. It certainly could be. I'm sure we'll get uh, a full load of emails. So, yeah, it's going to be a long one, but, but we got I'm, the season I'm really keen up. to talk we about it. We got the season wrap-up, too, so don't don't mm-hmm. feel like you got to get it all in this this week's episode. Um, especially, you know, if, if, uh, there's only so many takes we can read that is basically this episode is fucking awesome or this episode sucked. So Cause that's basically our review. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we handle that shit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to the, the volume of email is going to be crazy. Just judging by the, the Facebook thread. Um, I want to remind people, um, I should have done this at the top of the show. Today is the first official day of our, um, Amazon Child's Play Charity Drive. Uh, if you didn't hear our last uh, week's podcast, we're actually donating 100% of our Amazon affiliate revenue uh, to the Child's Play Charity. Uh, you can all you got to do to help is buy something off Amazon. Um, you know, Digital Mondays tomorrow. Uh, Amazon.baldmove.com. You go to that link, and everything uh, that you po- purchase, a portion of it, Amazon's proceeds. Uh, will go to us and then through us directly to Child's Play. Uh, so we'll probably be helping Jeff Bezos write off some, you know, penny or two on his tax return. I, I don't know how it all works out. Nah, but I, I don't – I wouldn't think that Bezos gets any of that write off. Because <laughs> he doesn't know about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, um, I, I, I'm hoping we raise a lot of money. Uh, we got people asking if they can straight up make a donation to the charity. I'm going to be working overtime to make that happen by next weekend or by this coming weekend. So stay tuned to baldmove.com on facebook.com and, and Twitter for, for updates on that. Um, other than that, uh, super excited about that. Hope we, uh, write a huge check to these people at the end of the month. Uh, you got anything else, Jim? Nope. That's it. Well, send in your takes to watchingdead at baldmove.com. You can always follow Jim uh, on Twitter at baldmove and me on facebook.com slash baldmove. Really looking forward to hearing what you guys think of it. Uh, Really looking forward to breaking this down on Tuesday because, again, we left a lot of juice, a lot of juice unsqueezed in the fruit. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's plenty of stuff left to talk about, and we'll dig in real deep on Tuesday. Uh, almost as deep as Megan dug into that soil. Maybe we'll find a walker. <laughs> so just uh, basically an inch or two under the surface. <laughs> yeah. Sure. All right. Right on. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for watching, and uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. Yep.